Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Alright. You know, it's complicated. I feel it. I feel it. I'm going through something right now. Hey, hey, I don't understand why people don't do long distance relationships. What? <laughs> Wait. I swear to God, that's our drop in point. Cause you came in with the shit. I don't feel. I don't feel like, <laughs> like I, I'm, I'm. I'm trying to figure out why that isn't like the one that you would like to go for. Hey, Nigga, I would long distance all go day. Ahead, go ahead. Go ahead and explain your logic for the people. Cause huh? you wilding. What? Go ahead. Go ahead. Explain your Bro, logic. For the people. Like, all right. So get your shit off. This nigga's tripping. Absence makes the heart grow fonder. Oh, right. Wow. Here we go. So buckle up, everyone. <laughs> Buckle the fuck up! And we're potting. So you try. We are fucking potting. So you trying to tell me that the mo like the the relationship that you will seek it is not long it. distance? That's crazy to me. You, yo, how many people has that worked on? Hmm? How many people has that worked on, and for how long? Oh shit! No, <laughs> I might have relationships across the world. Fucking around with that one. The relationship which you seek should be long distance, nigga. Who are you? Nah, the cold part is is that you just keep it like in a in a space, <laughs> just out yonder. <laughs> like like you you never you never reel it in. <laughs> like it never it this never actually becomes crazy. tangible. It just be it just be out there. All right, I'm not dealing with you today. We got to get we got to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> it's the Meet the Brave podcast. I am Monty Draper. I am LG, and we are back. We're back in studio. Um, shout out to everybody that sat through that Cabo episode last week. Hey, I drugs, man. Just say no. Just say no. <laughs> Seriously, I don't like. A few people called, and God bless y'all, because y'all like y'all like real real homies and like real family. They're trying to work through it. They worked through it with us, but you were, no, you were fine. Mm. It was me. Mm. I was having like a whole outer body experience doing a pod, dog. I don't remember none of that shit. Damn. Yo. Um, so glad to be back, back in the town, back in the studio. We have to name the studio because it's really like fancy. Shout out to the guy. Shout out to Lucas B, um, Jaren, and Soundtrack for holding it down. It's I walked in and the space was like clean. And if y'all know anything about like five niggas running a studio together, like, Niggas ain't clean, um, and I got like like borderline OCD. Like it's not bad, bad, but it's it's getting there. Mm-hmm. And so I just like like my brain don't work if shit is like cluttered, right? right? And so I kept like trying to like subtly hint to the guys like, yo, like I ain't gonna be able to do it, do it. So I just didn't show up for hella long, <laughs> <laughs> and I only come to do the pod. And I don't niggas probably didn't clean up because of that. They probably just cleaned up because they're they're good people. Discuss. But uh. Yeah. But yeah, it, I walked in today and was like pleasantly surprised at how great the studio looked. Uh, Mama Mona gave us uh, plants and showed the shit. Look, it just feels great. That's, I got a big ass plant. That's at home. the moment where like the studio has like one of those meetings, like you have with one of the puff or, meetings. Like, we're like a roommate situation. <laughs> the awkward. Yeah, like like we all got to sit down and like talk about. No, but was you know see, but now we gonna get into some some pseudo deep <laughs> shit because. I'm like learning from my past mistakes and like yeah. not trying to do the what is it the the uh, the the fucking insanity is doing the same things over again mm-hmm. exact, expecting different, different results. Result, yeah. So I'm like, well, let me let me not do what drove me crazy last time. So before mm. we went in on the studio situation, I was like, hey guys, I got this nervous tick around just like clutter, mm. and it was like, bet. So I was like, no, 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 I don't think y'all understand. Like I I genuinely can't function in clutter, and they're like, all right, bet, we got you. So, just speaking up front, and speak like we gonna get into it, but 
nigga, doing shit different is hard. Mm. I know the d- d- niggas is probably like duh, but no, no, no. I mean like like it's really really tough initially. Ah, I, initially I, I, I put I put everything on like the schedule of working out, bro. Like if you like if you think about it, it's always tough that Fair. first week. Stop. Stop. That first week is Stop. the roughest. That first, bro, ch- changing changing your routine is always rough that you, first week. You After and that, Derek, my nigga, you good. You and Derek Ravio are the only niggas I've seen blackout drunk and wake up at 6 and work out. Shout out my nigga Rav, man. Shout out Rav. Rav is a machine. He really is. Rav would be- That is one of the nicest, fuck, fuck, fuck uh, skin color, the nicest niggas I've ever seen play basketball, Same. bro. Like, Same. 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 Like but his he, skill level is net. But it wasn't. It wasn't it was one of those, hard work, though. It, thank you. It wasn't one of them things that was just giving him. Shout out to Rav. Like when I went to when we when you I went know, to Spokane. You, you, you know, you know when I knew Rav was nice. Huh. Was when I saw uh, my nigga packed the duffel when he when when he uh, like coming from coming from the crib back to like set up shop at the uh, at his dorm. Uh-huh. And bruh had just a duffel, but. He had like a year's worth of outfits inside of that duffel. <laughs> so my nigga, he has literally he army rolled. He bro, army, he rolled, army rolled the entire bag, bro, army and rolled. all that shit fit. I was like, oh yeah, no, nah, you nice. I could tell. I'm mean, gonna tell you when I knew Rav. You, you, you nice. didn't wrapped around this entire world with that shit. I'm gonna tell you when I knew Rav was nice. What's up? My first night in Spokane, we got fucked up, like 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 lit lit. I got another story for you. Go ahead. And I go, I go. Oh, these niggas is thrash, so they not getting up. And Ravage just said, "Yo, money. If you want to get extra shit in, like wake up with me, we gonna be good." Mm-hmm. I saw how fucked up he got, and I was like, "Oh, fam, not getting up to go run. Ain't no way." Rav was knocking at my door. At I was, I wasn't because I slept in P room because mm-hmm. P was gone for the first half of the trip. Badass. This nigga Rav was knocking on the door at five thirty. Like, bro, you ready? Yeah. I was like, nigga, if you don't get the fuck out of here, are you serious? Bro, that bro, was we, that we, was our lifestyle, bro. We would get like it. It never deterred. Gee, that's how nuts that team was. Yo, like we was all like fucking everybody. Like, we, we was all like method athletes. <laughs> the shit was nuts. Like we, Allen we Iverson, do all this other shit, but then we just tap the fuck in. Allen Iverson would have been so proud of y'all because you nigga, like nobody went harder than that team because it's you, <laughs> Heifelt, Ravio. Uh, who else was fucking around? Fucking around. Shit back then. Uh oh! Shout, shout out my nigga uh, 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 Jordan Masts. Jordan, yeah, Jordan, yeah, my nigga Jordan, yep. man. He he was a walk on my nigga, bro. But he and, and nobody was working harder. Nobody. Oh man, what's what's up, cuz? How are you? How are you? Talk to me. What's going on? Catch up. I ain't seen you since Cabo. That's a lie. I just saw you last <laughs> night. But I, we for the for the sake of the show, I ain't seen you since Cabo. Also, buddy, Cabo is literally just now. We just got back. Did we? Yeah. Nigga, you know where I've been since Cabo? Buddy said that shit like we like we ain't seen each other in a month. You know where I you know do you know what I've seen? What's up? <laughs> since Cabo. Nah, that's real. That's real. That's real. Damn. <laughs> wait. Wait, so I, I, I went to LA on some last minute shit. Can we talk about how Cabo was like suspended in time? I'm trying to Okay, so stop trying to treat me like I'm crazy. Nigga, that shit was like, it, that I know sh- it like, was that just shit last was week. way longer than what it actually was. No, man. Drugs. That's all I'm gonna say. Okay. That's all I'm gonna say. Okay. I th- I think drugs, lack of sleep, uh, fully involved in the moment. <laughs> hey man, I really wish that we could take like we could just set places in locations. Set places. Like I like I would like to put Cabo in the middle of Oakland, my nigga. No. Cabo. Yes, Mac. You can go to the east. 
Huh? You can go to the East. That's damn near Cabo. Hey, hey, no lie. I think that's why I was at home. <laughs> you, hey, East Oakland being Cabo was nuts. Like uh, outside of the resort, bro. like the second you step out of the resort, Money. East Oakland is Cabo, bro. Money. Oh, life. Money. I walk Cabo streets as if I knew them. You from the East, nigga. What you trying to say? What you saying? I mean, directing the crew. <laughs> nigga, I don't know where we're going, bro. <laughs> it was instinct. <laughs> My nigga, I've been here before, bro. Go to school. Oh, we need some structure. Okay. Shout out to our sponsors, Northwest Pizza. Morgan, we love you. Thank you for holding us down. Shout out. Uh, seed 4, rare vinyl, limited vinyl. Description. Uh, the link is in the description. Mm. Go purchase it. $100. Um, shout out to everybody that has pre-ordered the merch, the hoodies, the hats, uh, deal. It's been a few people. Um, hoodies will go live soon, but if you want them, if you want to grab yours now before they get they get rare, just DM the show, DM me, DML. You can get your hoodies. Uh, um, no more show news um, as of right now. I'd like to announce that later. Um, we're getting closer to our hundredth. Um, we got a lot of suggestions. We kind, we're kind of settling on something, not quite set in stone. I want to get a gauge of how many people would be in attendance if we did do a live mm-hmm. one, if that's even worth it. It may not be Key worth RSVP it. Key RSVP those? Which one? Huh? The what? The, nah, should we RSVP the 100th? Like just to get like a head count. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. If we if we RSVP'd it now just to get a if just to get a gauge, it would it would determine like what we did, how big the venue was. Um, yeah, because we got people like around, so like. How many people was like out here? That's what I'm saying. Like I like I don't know what like I don't want to because because what what happened with shows is like you either undershoot them because I've done that multiple times where it's like the venue might be too big so I'll go get something hella small and they're like nigga why did you get this small ass room it's like I don't know who's coming you niggas don't like people don't do shit till last minute that's true <laughs> be like yo RSVP weddings funerals niggas is last minute with everything. So I'm I'm like I don't know. So you kind of wake up that morning and be like, I think I'm gonna go. Yeah, fuck with it. <laughs> hey, don't don't make black people commit to something hella far out though. I, nah, I'm learning that. I've learned that. Can't. Like, don't you dare. All my white friends, they send you an invitation, or if you send them an invitation, they let you know that day about something in 2021. Like, hey, I'll be there. Like, I dare you to ask one of your black friends to commit to something in 2021. I dare you right now. And get laughed out the room. Hey, on that subject though, I don't think I've ever seen like a black person put hella thought into their invitation. For what? They, they know what's up. For exactly. <laughs> I'm not if not bro, make, if, you, if you look at like a white person's like nigga, like, they be invitation on bro? scroll on papyrus, nigga. Bro, that like, should that should be on a gold plate. <laughs> black people send a group text. <laughs> <laughs> and some shit gonna be spilled wrong too. <laughs> That's fucked up. Uh, let me stop. Um <laughs> We missed y'all. I missed y'all because I was completely in a whole other space last week. So hopefully this week has already started off. Better Welcome back, man. Thank you, man. I took a week off, That's but not really. But I did. But not really. For real. Hey, you was having a good time. Man. I was having a great time. Um, so. That's why I was. That's why I was saying it feels long because I went straight to L.A. from Cabo. I, I was here for a day, but it didn't feel like it. Mm. I went to L.A. and L.A. L.A. has shifted for me so much because the first few times I went to LA it was in Hollywood and Hollywood is terrifying um and shout out Iman cause Iman's like my nigga don't ever call LA Hollywood or, or mm. don't ever confuse Hollywood for LA mm. and finally the last few times especially because of her um 
I got to get tapped in in LA. You know what I'm saying? Like, like really be able to move and like understand the layout of the city. So went down there to fuck. I mean, we can call LA. <clears throat> we can call LA the game. Stop. Okay. Stop. Stop. I'm not doing this with you today. Stop, blood. What's wrong with you? Let me finish my st- This thing is crazy. Um, fuck. I lost my train of thought. I don't even, I'm, about to, I'm about to just shift. Anyway. How do you want you the game, man? It's I, up to you. Stop, bro. Stop. So, hey, man, Streets is talking. So, shout out my nigga J. Ant. I went down there to fuck with J. Ant. And he is the most spun out nigga ever, but he's genius, so it's worth sitting through his his spun outness. Um, Raj makes fun of Jay, but Raj might just Raj might be just as spun as Jay, but just way more controlled and like cool. Mm. So it don't come off as spun out, you know. Um, Who else is just all the L.A. niggas is just all the niggas who have migrated to L.A. Drew Banga. Everybody that's down there working. So I just had a great week of work, made a bunch of dope music, and can't wait for y'all to hear the shit. Um, came back home. L.A. Money. L.A. Money. Fuck, man. Yeah. It's got a ring to it. Mm-hmm. No, I can't be that. Mm-hmm. I can't be. I can't be that. No way. I took over L.A.L. No, 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 no. You don't have no choice but to be L.A.L. Ah, now you want to answer. You on the podcast. Don't say nothing uh, that might uh, it might, that might incriminate you. <laughs> what you did you listen in the church on the uh <laughs> nah, nah, you got like your church the, app uh, on 95 7 uh little sports radio stuff oh you hey you really a dad bro <laughs> here here call call me call me so that so the service is better i got you got to talk on the pot that's brookfield deuce he's gonna call back I told you he was going to call in the middle as we were doing the show. Mm-hmm. Um, nah, but salute everybody in L.A. that made the made it like a, an epic work week. Hold on, Deuce. This is uh, Monty Draper in No IGLG from the Meet the Brave podcast. Who do we have the luxury of speaking to? Sorry, Brookfield Deuce. <laughs> <laughs> where are you from, sir? If, if people didn't know, where are you from? <laughs> I said, if people couldn't tell, where are you from? Uh, I know uh, from Brookfield. <laughs> <laughs> East Oakland, California. What's hey. up? What's up, with bro? Uh, just stepping outside, and you hit me earlier. I was uh, washing my face. So I was calling right back. Oh, this. Mm. <laughs> mm. Hey, so S- Sunday morning activities. You, know, you, get, you, get, you, get, you get girlfriends, and you, got, you end up with regiments. Mm. <laughs> you end up with regiments. Hey, nah. Why? Why? Why will a girlfriend save your whole your whole get up, bro? Like for real. We got to talk about that later, bro. That's hella funny. Say again. A girlfriend to fully save your whole everything. Like get you have you on have you on a routine. Yeah, man. Got my I got get, get home dermatologist. Fact. Hey, then come home and exfoliate. <laughs> hey, so I don't know. I don't know how much can be said. I'll edit it out if it gets too crazy. Um, we we had we had a debate about last night's performance. I'm biased. Okay. I'm biased because you're my man. Um, so I had to, I had to be transparent about that to the group. They were all really really excited about Dame last night. That's good. That's 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 good, right? That's good that they were excited. I I on. 
I, on the other hand, was a little was a little pissed off. But again, I'm biased, and I have I got a little bit more information than they're privy to. Um, I've got I've gotten a few phone calls, text messages, DMs about uh, a few people's questions about the whole situation. Got mm. it. Got you it. Know, mm. You ain't you ain't alone. Okay. I just I just wanted to make I just didn't want to feel like a like an like a lunatic because I probably sounded like one last night when I was talking to the guys. I got a question for Afar. Okay, L's L's got a question, dude. Uh, were were you aware of the performance? Was I aware of the performance? Yeah, yeah. Be- beforehand. I was aware of the performance. Um, I was um informed of who was all going to be on the performance. Mm. Um, I was informed of the format of the set and mm. how the and how the NBA formats their performances. Mm. Okay. Um, the the set was going to be um, really short. Um, it was like a six minute set. Um, before we got into the details of the six minute set, as soon as you said six minutes, I knew that. Uh, Myself or Danny from Sobrani weren't going to be involved in it. Mm. Um, but that's, like I said, that's fine for me because I knew that my portion of the set was Dre Grant and it was just built to uh, to show the dance because everybody's been asking for the dance. You know, um, the piece of me made me feel like it was like, come on, monkey dance. You know what I mean? Mm. But I didn't. Um, I didn't want to take it that way, you know. So I didn't. So I didn't trip because the, the goal is getting Brookfield and his dance on a global map, and this is like the opportunity to do so. So for me, like that was an accomplishment. I wasn't tripping on the whole. Let's see you dance. You know, when you're a kid and your grandparents and your mom and your aunties be in the living room and they'd be like, "Do that, do that dance we doing?" You know, like I didn't want it to. I don't want. It, I don't want it to feel like that. So I was like, "All right, I'm good." You know, um, as far as um, the next song on the set, Moneyball. That's the record that we've been pushing. We were going to push Dre Grant, but we've been having some, like, inner neighborhood issues about the whole Dre Grant song to begin with. So mm. we've been letting the song do its thing on its own, and it's been organically turning into a situation. And then the video that myself and Seven Tavares directed has been, like, you know, doing good. People have been, like, hitting me up about the video, sort of, the song organically has been doing what it's doing because people like the song. But we've been actually pushing Moneyball. So it made sense to do a verse on Moneyball. Um, but because the short the set was short, it didn't make sense to do two verses. So Danny didn't get included in the set. And Jeremiah was doing the hook, so it made sense to put him on the set because he's also doing the harmony on Run It Up's hook with Lil Wayne. And they're in Chicago. And Wayne, yeah. And Lil Wayne is also going to be performing today at halftime for the All-Star game. So it made sense to have him come do one of the songs that him and Damien have. They have three different ones. But because Jeremiah did the, the harmony on Run It Up, it made sense to do, to do Run It Up, which is from an older album. Um, but I thought everything was fine, you know. Um, All right, nigga, I'm done. You 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 got to be political. You have to say everything that you're saying. That shit was impressive. He no, he's 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 Deuce, like Deuce is a star, and that's he's supposed to answer that shit the way he did. I get why I get why I get why you said nah, that was impressive. No, I, I, nigga, I, I, no. I, 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 I get your props for that. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. I, I get it. Technically, 
Yeah. Yeah. I gave his props for that. Hold on. Negatively, I didn't like the dancers. Thank you. Okay, so now we get into the shit. Wait. <clears throat> Cause how how long are you gonna be free? Cause we got we got somebody else from All Star we can call in. That I, I'm gonna call you right back and get back to the shit. I'm hit you right back. I'm, 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 I'm on my way to you right now. All right. I'll be there in a minute. All right. Hey, you you're on the podcast uh, with Monty Draper in No IGLG. Uh, this is Meet the Brave. Don't oh, say you, anything you that like may you incriminate you. You had a long you. night, boy. Yo. Don't say anything that may incriminate you, sir. Sounds like a setup, yo. It definitely is a setup, uh, but you're you're media trained and you'll be fine. Also, man, that's that's a that's a nice jacket, B Walk. <laughs> I appreciate it. It was, it was good, right? I, I I see you showing it off, man. That's player. Man, hey yo, hit, hit me quick because I'm out here all star removing. Uh, oh, oh, that's all I wanted. Just a quick <laughs> drop. I just needed you to flex. I needed I needed them to know that my niggas was moving. That's all I needed. I love uh, you, bro. Be safe. Love you, bro. Where you at? Uh, just got back to the town uh, last night, um, uh, podding, and I'm going to get right back to L.A. Okay, that's all you wanted? No, I had other shit, but you busy, so it's all good. All right, cool. I'm going to hit you in like three hours. Uh, <laughs> that's me. Specifically. <laughs> um, so Deuce is on his way, I, That's that, but that's Deuce for you. He's supposed to be politically correct, that but, that's, but that's per our conversation last night in the car. Um, like I said... Getting to see how the sausage is made. Pause. It kind of it. I get how niggas are. It just sways your perception of shit. So while while last night was a big win, like only a town nigga would bring Wayne to All Star. As big as a star is, as big as a, as big as as much as Wayne means to us, Wayne is still even with Lollipop. Um, Back that ass up. Those songs that have that have sort of like broken through into the into the other stratosphere. Wayne is still predominantly ours. Is it? Am I tripping on that? Wayne Wayne don't feel like don't feel like he's been taken over by them by the others. Am I wrong in that saying that? No, I mean I think as far as like the res- the respect goes, but Wayne is like it's not of, Wayne of the world. He's not tainted. He's not tainted. I mean exactly exactly so. Exactly, exactly. So because he's not tainted, the yeah. chances of him doing All-Star Completely. are limited, Completely. right? And so Dame leveraging it would be like, yo, I got hella songs with Wayne. I'm going to bring Wayne out. So I'm not arguing. Wayne was supposed to come out and finish it. It was supposed to end the way it did. Mm-hmm. My issue is with how organic the, the, the Drake Grant shit has been. There's no there's no way Brookfield Deuce doesn't, doesn't do his verse and the dance to start that set. When Dame's last album came out, A and R Brian, on his own, picked the Dre Grant verse or picked the Dre Grant song and specifically Deuce's verse. <clears throat> so, Brian posted the song immediately goes viral. It gives them green light to do the video. The video does numbers, directed by Deuce, and you don't and you don't start the set like that. And it's not, and it's not on Dame. It just shows the politics of major networks, major corporations, and all the shit. Um, it's hard. It's not easy. It's not easy. Um, a lot of a lot of people who haven't been in corporate meetings, especially when there's that much money on the line and that much to lose, they can't risk it on shit. 
And so it's it's a it's a it's a bigger fight than it needs to be just to get shit done. So you just like, bro, let's just get the shit over with. Let's not make a scene. We they at least they're giving us the six minutes. It's not worth the headache to try to argue for everything else. So that's it's not it's not a, it's not a dame thing. It's a holy fuck. This is the NBA at work. Mm-hmm. We want it, but we don't want it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's all the corporations that are the, all the big brands. That's Adidas. That's Nikes. It's 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 all. They're always they gonna say something, but they not saying shit. At all. Nobody's saying a fucking thing. That, uh, I was so disgusted. Y'all know I'm a hove stand. But that Super Bowl fucking inclusion promo shit was disgusting. It was, it was, it was horrible. Um, the, 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 the Nike initiatives, they haven't said anything. Nobody's saying a fucking thing and, and, and lobbying themselves to be woke and, and inclusive and supportive and all that. And nobody's re- nobody, nobody really trying to do shit. And I didn't want to start with it, but the, the They Gotta Have Us documentary mm-hmm. with the black cinema, uh, the black people in cinema and the sort of the timeline of black cinema in, in as far as America is concerned. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you know what stood out the most to me, G, mm-hmm. is that they're all game changers. They all, all those people that they covered in that documentary came and said something. And took a chance and fought for something. Nothing will be had playing it safe. So, I, go ahead. I have a question though. Yeah. Do you, do you think that that's like a little man's game though? Say, tell me more. Huh? I tell me more because I think I understand what you're saying, but I'm not sure. Yeah. Like I think when you when you get like into when you when you become like the the big the. <clears throat> The uh the big product on the block or mm-hmm. like the 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 you know the big the big thing on the block or whatever then for the most part you, that's where you are the safest unfortunately and to continuously push yourself as if you are still like the smaller uh, deal then it kind of you you kind of sh- you end up shooting yourself in the foot because your awareness is larger. So like more people are tuning in, and unfortunately, a lot of times when we be talking, like I do this shit too, but a lot of times when we be talking, we're talking from our perspective and the people that we fuck with, the people that's in our circles, mm-hmm. stuff like that, which is a part of that initiative. Mm-hmm. But when you get on a larger scale, you're dealing with people, and a lot of people do this shit too. You're dealing with people who aren't as woke. A lot of people that aren't as like. They they just don't take in information that way. You know what I mean? Which, like they they have is, they have such a small scope on them on themselves, but you still and I'm, have to take their money. Gee, I'm rolling with you. I'm rolling with you on that. You you right up until you say they aren't as woke. Then stop pretending to be. Mm. Stop 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 packaging it as you give a fuck as you as you understand what's going on. If you don't. But that's how you play both sides of that. that like okay, that's, so, that's, li- that's literally the only fence. Like that's that that is the so definition it, of being on the fence. I'm glad you said the on the fence thing because the the most brilliant thing I've heard in God knows how long is fifty on Breakfast Club. He's like, nigga, if you on the fence, I just put I just naturally put you on the other side if you on the fence. That's real niggas though. That's how my that's real niggas. So, there's, there's not so many real niggas, bro. So like we, like we got to stop acting as if we're talking uh, to all real niggas. There we go. You know what I mean? Like there we're not talking to all real niggas. There we go. Not the thing. And that's and so you we saying the same thing. Okay, okay. Let's let's let me stop. Let me stop going into situations assuming that it's a bunch of real niggas in a room sure, that's gonna sure. move properly sure. because I'm. My, but that doesn't change you. 
No, 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 no. Okay, okay. You do, because if you let it to ch- if you let it change you, then you no longer have you no longer lobbying yourself to be a game changer. I'm here to be a game changer. For sure. And that's why that fucking documentary was so inspiring because all those people on that same type of time. Mm-hmm. My fa- one of my, not my favorite part because it's hard to pick a favorite part. Um, one of my favorite parts of that entire documentary is Lawrence Fishburne recanting his story, retelling his story. Career, by the way, underrated. Uh, so career. under so, but but it, we we do that right when you've been that consistent and that great for that long. It's easy to just kind of dismiss, right? Look, f- Larry Fishburne been put do put numbers on the board. Did all kind of shit it's since crazy. the seventies. Since the seventies, and so he's go. So so if if Larry Fishburne has had been doing films since the seven since the early seventies, mind you, um, he said somehow it was, somehow he survived Ike. I don't know. <laughs> great acting though. Ike is supposed great to follow you forever. Great somehow acting. Somehow you forget that nigga. If, if you if you anymore. Ike Turner and Morpheus in the same lifetime, nigga, you can't. You you're a goat. <laughs> Ike Turner and Morpheus, bro. What we doing? Ah, that might be the title. Damn. So L- Larry Fishburne, he goes. He's sitting in the park, mm-hmm. watching a, um, watching a, watching a, watching a. They're doing like cinema in the park in New York, mm-hmm. and he says somebody taps him on the shoulder. Goes, yo, you Larry Fishburne? Like, yeah. He's like, man, you great, man. I'm right. I'm a. I'm a write a movie with you in it one day. You watch and and. Larry goes, he's like, the kid's energy was just so, like, it was so infectious. It was like, ain't no way he was lying. Like, ain't no, don't nobody make that type of shit up. Mm-hmm. And he said a couple years later, he said like three, four years later, he gets a script for school days. And that kid in the park was Spike Lee. Mm-hmm. Again, like, game changers. Like, I like intent with purpose to represent a particular intent. part of the world that is that is unseen and underrepresented. And and Issa, Issa and Lakeith are doing their press run for for their film. And Angie Martinez like, yo, y'all ever think about redoing Love Jones and all this shit? And she Issa's like, bro, there's so many other love stories to tell. No, nope, we don't have to do remakes. We're so underrepresented. We don't have to do a fucking remake. Tell a new story. And Absolutely. and forget, you know, forget wanting to be lit. Forget want nah, just just game changers. Just go tell y'all story. I don't. I I definitely didn't mean to start start like that, but the whole. Oh no, that's real. That's that's real shit. That shit. That, shit, that was actually hilarious. one of the things that I brought up, and I think that was. Um, yo yo, you you downstairs? Yeah. Hold on. Keep talking. Keep talking. Yeah. But uh, that was one of the things that I was bringing up. I think in just in conversation was just a matter of somehow, some way. Us as a group, we're doing a great job of just being ourselves. So when we. When other people try to, you know, put us in a box and whatsoever, that's never been the African-American story coming from where we're coming from. And the lineage having a literal um, start point where there isn't much before that that we that we're knowledgeable of, it kind of changes the whole narrative on like how we have been as a creative creative thinking space unfortunately i mean not not unfortunately but like fortunately so every conversation that we're having and everything that we're doing is out of intention it's finally in the limelight and we're finally doing all the things that what's up with you bro we're we're finally doing all the things that we are meant to do and it's, it's it's beautiful to see you know what i mean just that just as a as a culture you know what I mean? I hate the culture thing because it's so fucking saturated. But 
as a culture, we're doing an amazing job at being ourselves and bringing that shit to the limelight and having our own lanes and having that shit get pushed and people are catching on to it. And that shit is just, man, that shit is amazing to me. So, no, we ain't got to remake shit. You know what I mean? Like, I got I got great fucking ideas for horror films. We yeah. don't do this shit. You know what I mean? Like, we got ideas that we're for sure about to push the narrative on and push the agenda on. And that's, that's just, you know. I'm glad you said the horror film thing. Um so much to do in that. The, p- the part it. where uh, where Lil Rail is talking about a Jordan Peele and Jordan, and Rail is like Rail, Rail, and Larry Fishburne actually. Larry Fishburne's like, I grew up being a fan of sci-fi, but never seen nobody black in sci-fi. It was just a weird thing. And he and Rail was like, I love horror films, but there, I mean, outside of like Blackula and fucking Vampire in Brooklyn and yeah. Candy, but even Candyman ain't considered like a black film which is crazy he's like there was not a space but it's, but it's the, the the reason why it touched us all is because it's spiritual <laughs> and so but I th- when they start talking about the horror the black like the black people yeah. that occupy the horror space i thought about you immediately i was like fuck l's gonna write a great horror film one day a, a start a series a franchise just based off of being a fan um but again it's that the things you got to do in order to be a game changer um you have to be a fanatic of certain shit. I believe, I truly believe that. And we got on this whole shit, start with, with calling Deuce first. Like, it was, it's funny because we were in the car last night and uh, Poe, because me, me, me and Elle watched Dame's performance in the dunk contest together. We were together watching it. Mm-hmm. Poe wasn't with us. And Poe was like, that shit was crazy. And Elle was like, yeah, that nigga brought out Wayne. And Dave said something. I'm sitting in the back. I'm like, ah, oh, that shit was cool. <laughs> like, like hating, but somebody, somebody hit me. It was like <laughs> Deuce, Deuce just walked it in the was, building. Uh, they was Twitter was crazy last night. Twitter was really killing the show. They was really killing the performance. Mm. I didn't see too much positive at all. I was like, damn, this is crazy. Yeah. Mm. It was like uh, really kind of shit on Wayne. I was like, that's sick. He kind of forgot a line. What I mean, but that's uh, anybody that's seen Wayne live. It, at post Carter three, Wayne ain't Wayne. We saw Wayne in in Dallas, and I was actually impressed because he was clearly lit. Yeah. But he did he did his joints for his people. Yeah. That makes he, sense. He also doesn't remember shit. Like he does he doesn't remember much of like there's the work that he's done already. There's not like, remember. You can go back. You can go back to Carter if it's live and not know what the fuck that shit. Is. No 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 no. But that's what was so dope because he did Carter one shit. He did like freestyle shit like he did dick pleaser for crying out loud because we were in a strip club and he didn't forget a word Uh so that again when shit when shit gets tainted and gets gets swooped up by the corporation it it changes things it changes the format completely yeah but i I can imagine and then y'all can attest for this though like like as being artists i can i can imagine if you're not fully into it then you can do stuff like that. So like it, it, it's almost as if you're in a flow or whatever. If you really fuck with the with the idea, then you will, you know, you'll kill that shit. If you're not really fully into that shit, then you know you're kind of just going through the, the yeah, going through the motion of it. So there's, it's possible that that's a part of it. I don't know. But no, no, you no, you're one hundred percent right. Yeah, I give you that because we never, we never, uh, we never toured the, the record. Mm. So Wayne probably had no reason to remember. And that's and be fully focused on. But see, that, and that's that's what that's exactly what I was getting okay, to. Okay. So, uh, so what, right after we got off the phone with you, I was explaining the or the organicness of Dre Grant. Yeah. The album gets released. 
correct me if I'm wrong, y'all had a whole nother single picked. Yeah. Okay. Moneyball. A&R Brian gets the album, doing his A&R shit, on his way to the workout. The day the album comes out, the morning the album comes out, 5.30, yeah. something silly like that, yeah. and, re- and post himself rapping Dre Grant. It's not Dame's verse. It's this nigga's verse. Mm-hmm. So, because Brian has his followers, that song fucking takes off, and it's a lit-ass song. Mm-hmm. So, that, by proxy, greenlights the video. Am I, am I wrong so far? Yeah, the video had to get done. Uh, Brian was like, you guys should do a video for this. Uh, KD was like, I don't care what video you shoot, but Dre Grant got to be first. Mm. So, it's just, it's just and organic. Then, and then we, like, rushed Dre Grant, and we tried to find... And made an epic video. We tried to kind of find a couple of... Uh, Directors to get it done, mm. and the numbers was looking crazy. They was trying to abuse Damien because he in the league, mm-hmm. and I was just like, "Well, we need to find somebody young and hungry from out here." You mean as far as like the split on it, or no, as far as the just they issue, just what oh, they just wanted to shoot it. it? Yeah, okay. Yeah. okay. To shoot it, they wanted they wanted a big bag. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. I wasn't with like a big bag for that video, you know, because mm-hmm. I knew the video should have been something like. Authentic to the uh, yeah. popular demand. Got it. Uh, clips. Yeah. It should have been something like that yeah. in my head, you know. And um, I was like, we need to open it up to some people locally. So I was like, just let me, let me, let me fish for it, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, I ended up putting a, a post up. Me and Damien got on Instagram Live and talked about it for a minute, and people started adding people from around here, like hit up dudes, hit up dudes, hit up dudes. So I finally got this one dude to hit me, Tevin mm-hmm. Tavares. And he was like, I'm just taking a stab in the dark. I don't know if you're going to really mess with me or not, but this is a couple links that I got. And the couple links that he sent me, one of them was for um, Kendrick. It was uh, Lust mm. for Kendrick. Mm-hmm. He didn't actually do it for Kendrick TDE. He just did it like, I mess with you. Yeah. I want to do this on my own. Yeah. And I think Kendrick and him seen it, and they didn't shut, shut it down. Hmm. They let it ride because it was a dope video. That's dope. And, um... Forbes did an article about it, yeah, and it got it got big low key. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just like, I got ideas, I'll send them to you, and if you like this idea, we can run with it, and if you don't like this idea, we can enhance it, take away from it, whatever. So mm-hmm. when I took them my treatment, it was like, this is it. <laughs> Let's just do this. Mm. You know what I mean? I'll make it look like something, yeah, because I'm doing it for real. So mm-hmm. he like. Took all of my ideas. Yeah, a piece of all Okay, I'm sorry. This is going to bug me. I got to set up the third mic. We just got to pause. It's all good. I got Yeah, it's kind of like the IG version of the uh, those bubbles that pop up in your text. Oh, yeah, they go away. Yeah, like, exactly. That uh, that new voice, uh, that was a punch, too. That's uh, Brookfield Douche. You guys are all here, and he pulled up on the studio. I was about to be wild lazy yeah, and not set up another mic just because we didn't plan for it. Um, but uh, we've done that before. We had Kevin come to when we were recording at L's house we had Kevin Allen come through and he was saying some of the dopest shit and just we just didn't set up the third mic like yeah so it was real low key yeah it, no but the the listeners were like bro that shit was amazing but they had to struggle to hear it yeah. you know and so it was like it's gems like don't be lazy that's what we got the space for so uh that's deuce you're hearing uh, we just had an or- naturally had an organic uh conversation about game changers um, but what that what that takes politics and behind the scenes and dealing with corporations and dealing with people who are white essentially fuck them <laughs> my bad no 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 that's 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 literally <laughs> it um, 
but it naturally turned into a conversation, or it started with the conversation about uh, uh, Damian Lillard's performance at All Star last night, which is such a big feat. Like fuck all the like you want to pick it apart, you want to de- de- you want to debate it. Fuck all that. It's a big feat um, for for creatives and just business business people of color alike. Uh, so it, it's all it's the to me it's the equivalent of Bo Jackson, Deion Sanders. You know this the these these people that that. Michael Jordan, hey, I'm going to go play a whole nother sport um, and do it well. Um, but I feel like the fuck, game. Do, do, Deuce, and, and, and again, stop me if I'm saying too much. My bias is because you my nigga. Like, so the first time I – full disclosure, I've, I've, I've only had two, three jobs since I moved back to the Bay. Um, working in any restaurant just because that's just my that's – my, that's my shit. And uh, yeah, get the culinary skills. Up. <laughs> you feel me? Um, and then I'm working just for money. <laughs> Shut up. Domestic life. <laughs> okay, you wild. <laughs> uh, and then working with staging and in in sound. Um, so I went from managing uh, stage design and then work in sound engineering. And I did uh, what's Dame's thing in the park? What's his What's his call? Uh, it's uh, the Brookfield picnic. The Brookfield. Uh, how many years or a community on? picnic, or we should call it just a barbecue because you know picnics kind of racist. But <laughs> well, how, how many years picnic. has it been going? Um, this year was the seventh one. So I did, I did the the fourth, the third or fourth. Yeah. yeah, I did the sound for that, and you were just. I think you were. I think you did the one that uh, that Tony Gaskins was there doing the speech. Yes, okay. uh, Sway and everybody yeah, pulled yeah. up, but you, you, and I just started hearing your name. Um, I think you tree. And somebody else performed, but I had just started yeah. hearing your name. I said, "I'm a nigga tree." Um, and you walk by, and this was hella funny because Harrison Barnes was still playing for the Warriors, and he just came and like kicked it in the in the. He just he's because he's Harrison Barnes, like yeah. he don't want he's in and y'all got him in fucking in the town. He's, he's okay. already like so he just came and kicked yeah. it in the sound booth that day. Yeah, and I, and he was like in front of the microphones. I was like, "Yo, step aside, nigga." Now as you were walking by, I was like, "Yo, Mike, a hey, you good?" And you walked on the stage, and you did this thing. This call and response thing just to get the whole, because it was it was a it's a it's a fucking barbecue like yeah, what nobody tripping, tripping yeah. off stage <laughs> off the stage at all until you went up there. Need worry about that food. And I went and I was like, oh, he's because hella people had performed that day up until that point. And I went, oh, he's different, like because you literally went up there and made the whole fucking park pay attention. Start migrating, and then that brought and then Dame was able to come up and Tree was able to come up and have decent oh, performances. Yeah. But had you not gone up there and done what you did. And we're like the people's champ, and everybody knew you, and I, and I never forgot that day. Um, and then maybe, shit, maybe year and a half, two years later, we ended up in this studio working together. So it, again, I, my bias was kicking in. That's why I said I'm just biased to it because that's really my man's. But being privy to some of the politics and how the shit worked and what transpired, I was like, "Fuck! I wish I wish this would have been a time for niggas to be a game changer and stand on something." But you got to pick your fights. Yeah, so yeah. it's not. This is not. This is not an attack to Dame or anybody because I know, I know, I know how Adidas moves. You know what I'm saying? Like Adidas, Adidas. Oh, if they there were some bro. Not just there were so many companies involved in that. Yeah, yes, it was a lot. Yeah, <laughs> you know, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It, 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 Turner, it may Disney, not have been a day. Bro, yeah, so many companies, uh, man. The NBA. It was a lot of stuff going on, but outside of that. He proposed to his girl uh, yesterday, Dang. two mm. days ago. Dang. Uh, he got engaged. Congrats, Dame. So, um, like, our whole family was there. It was just a lot going on yeah. where it's like, 
plane tickets, hotel rooms, yeah. setting it up, keeping it a secret. Yeah. You know, like it was it was too much. And then yeah. because I'd already knew the set was a short set, mm-hmm. it was like not but a thing. Last my, week I hit him like, you know, was what's going on with X, Y, and Z? And it was like, it's, it's bad. You know yeah. what I mean? So I already knew. Is it so, because I'm, well, you and I are a lot alike where, um, how do you say this? If nobody owes you shit, let's say, let's say that, right? Nobody owes you anything. Challenge. Challenge. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> nobody owes you anything, but there are those, there are those few and far chances where your work, opportunity is your, your, de- yeah. your delivery, everything that you've done up until that moment look, says you yeah. should be, you should, you should get that look. Yeah. Um, is there a world in which you could have been like, nah, bro, like, like fuck with me for real, like, put, I, if I, I, if I, you I, honest honestly like remove everything, is there something? Could you have lobbied harder? Because I know you, you you would go. I could have, I could have, I okay. could have pressed the issue, or I could have just showed up. You know, um, which but, is both town nigga moves. Yeah, like the the move to to not trip off of it. Yeah, like you trip off of it, but to not show that you well, trip off of it, and then to just show up is both town moves. You both, yeah, that's what I'm saying. And he, like, and he's, like, and I've seen him do both. I've seen yeah, him press. I've seen you press your issue, and I seen you be like, I ain't tripping off that shit. Yeah, no, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't press it. I mean, like, I coach Oakland High basketball. Yeah, I had a game on Friday. Everybody was out there on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. I wasn't coming on Wednesday. Yeah, I wasn't coming on Thursday. I wasn't coming Friday night either. So it would have had to be Saturday morning. It would have been a, a, a push. I gotta get you there. Boom, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. Bust a U-turn. Come back. School on Monday. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we got practice because our team's second place. We going to the playoffs. Yeah. We just be skyline. You know. So it was like it would have been one of those deals where it was like a rush situation. Like yeah. it would have been extra accommodating to like make it work. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. for me, it would have been dope. I think that in terms of the performance. Like, I, I text a bunch of pointers. This is what I need to see. This is what you should do. You know, at the end of it, the opportunity and the look that it, that it should have been or could have been for me mm. was also the same situation for Damien. Yeah. I doubt that that ever happens again for him. Yeah. So that's a one-time situation where it was like I got my opportunity to perform for NBA All-Star Weekend. They, they don't duplicate. They don't They don't recycle artists unless it's like a Wayne legacy situation from a long time ago. Now he's doing it again. You mm. know what I mean? But. It's just one of those things where, for me, I understood it as just as much of an opportunity as if it was for me mm-hmm. to be there. Mm-hmm. The same situation was presented for him. Yeah. You know what I mean? And Jeremiah. It's yeah. like they all got their first look at a situation like that. Yeah. So, for me, it wasn't a big deal for me not to be there. I'd get my shot somewhere else. Got and, you. and that's how I saw it. That, like, and you, like you, way, and you did say that last night, That's exactly how you said it. It's just like sometimes the door is so fucking small yeah. that thing, yeah. like, it's somebody, cracked now. Somebody got through there. You know, yeah, it's, it's like, cracked like, now. It's like somebody yeah. got through there and now you got a foot in that motherfucker. Yeah, it's you cracked. can't close it on me now. You know what I mean? So it's good. It's good, but yeah. yeah it's cracked. I wasn't mad at that at all. I just yeah. was like, make sure when you get on stage, you know that Jeremiah and Wayne mm. and... They're not giving you an opportunity to be on stage. You're giving them an opportunity shit, to be on shit, stage. Shit, shit. You know, man, you are next to Wayne, you are next to Jeremiah, but they next to Dame Dollar. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. just make sure and just do the best you can with moving with your groin injury. So 
I did see a lot of people saying that he was stiff and not moving. <laughs> this nigga's injured, bro. He's got a grade two there's groin a reason, injury. There's a reason why that nigga's not in a the grade two right groin now. injury. Yeah, if anybody yeah. just knows anything about sports and injuries, just yeah. Google grade two yeah. groin injury. It'll yeah. tell you that there are only three grades. Grade one is like a week hurts. Yeah, I can still walk, but it, it's painful. Grade two is like. I almost tore my shit. Like, yeah. like Brian shit last year. I almost yeah, tore exactly. my shit. Yeah. Ain't no having sex with a grade two. <laughs> I'm messed up right now. I'm yeah. bare, I'm, I can low key be on crutches and be legally fine. You know yeah, what I mean? Like yeah. on crutches. Yeah. And grade three is like complete tear, mm-hmm. painful, not walking. It's bad. So, like, he's really limping to make sure he fulfills his obligations. You know what I mean? And going on stage and even doing the half of the Brookfield that he mm-hmm. did yeah. on stage was like, an accomplishment. Yeah. He really, I'm, I'm sure he probably hurt himself more doing that, yeah. you know, but, um, through the rest of the show, he kind of just stood there, you yeah. know? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. if anybody wants to call that a negative, sure. Sure. But it's, he didn't move. it's national TV, but he had, he had an injury, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then as far as the other negatives with the girls dancing, I yeah. would have loved to see, have seen turf dancers yeah, instead yeah. of a bunch of white girls on stage, not yeah. to sound like, you know, prejudice or whatever, but, yeah. You know, a level of fuck that. It's still Black History Month. Um, <laughs> let's move off that because we got hella shit to get to, and I got to get the fuck out of here. Um, mm-hmm. Hella topics. L, what up? We gonna a lot of yours I want to tackle, but I gotta get my shit off. Go for it. Um, taking your life on one, like LA, LA, LA matters. Um, and Deuce is here and can attest to that from an artist standpoint. It's just way more work and way more shit to do. You can get random ass placements hard. on shit when you're down there, but. It literally means taking your life on one. And taking your life on one is booking a last-minute Airbnb with a super host. Mm. And I didn't realize I was doing white people shit <laughs> until Teen was like, nigga, you where? I was like, yeah, uh, the dog is, like, it's a dog there? <laughs> yeah, because the nigga live here. Wait, you in a house with a stranger and his dog and you and you in the bed and you in the room and you went to sleep? Yeah, like, what you mean? Like, it's I got my own room? Yeah. Like no money, like that's how that's how horror films start. You said you you serving yourself up on a silver platter to a killer, cause your ass in the Airbnb with a super host, fam. That shit didn't dawn on me, nigga. That shit that shit or some or some crazy like sex story shit. No fact, no facts, facts. Like and and that's it. Probably would have been more on that type of time than a serial killer, cause it's it's Silver Lake of all places. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's where, like, some of the weird white niggas move to, like, just to be away from the shit but still close enough to the shit. Yeah. And open their house up to just random strangers, especially a black dude, like, oh, I'm going to get this nigga. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put something in his coffee. And, and bro, then, then I start bugging. But when I got, I was there for a day and a half and didn't even trip till she said something. Yeah. It's just like, a level of trust. <laughs> you know, they have business. They got to go through clearances, you know. Me and, me and my family went to Cabo, uh-huh. and it wasn't, like, somebody that lived there with us. But they had like butlers and maids yeah. and chefs and stuff. So it was people around that mm-hmm. wasn't us. Yeah. And you just be asleep and you hear stuff. Yeah. <laughs> people walking around cleaning up or music playing. Yeah. You know, they back playing La Bamba, you know, because <laughs> we in Mexico. You oh. Know, you know, La Bamba is actually the commercial. They don't really listen to that stuff. But like, um, they wasn't even allowing us in the kitchen. Just the yeah. food was showing up on the table. It was on the table. That's yeah. how the shit was just last week. Yeah, we yeah. we went, and it's the same thing. It's like everybody was there working, and you don't even trip off of it. I'm so used to this shit, though. I've been in 
I've been in Germany. I've been in everywhere with the fucking super host, and never it never dawned on me that that was some white people shit until yeah. until until teen says. But something. like you said though, that's that's taking your life on one though because like that's the part that's missing in our community. I would say yeah. is just like the the trust of your own life. Like if if shit happens, shit happens. <laughs> it's gonna happen. like it's gonna happen no matter what, my nigga. Like but if, I, if that's the case, but you gonna miss out some shit thinking that thinking something gonna happen. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> just naturally, bro. Like just yeah. do just do shit. We're naturally not. Risk takers though, that's, that's a, what I mean. But, but, that's, but that's, we, that's we don't a, we don't have the capacity to do it because like we don't have that safety net for it. Yeah, you know, that's what just mean? a program situation. You yeah. mean you live in the projects, your mama live in the projects, your granny live in the projects, and y'all in the same project. Y'all not moving from apartment to apartment in the yeah. projects. You just this is where we live. You know what I mean? I said this experiment about these rats, and they put them in a box, and they gave them cheese in the box, and they threw the box in and let them all kill each other. And then they took the, you know how you go to like to beverages and more or whatever, the little liquor store, and mm-hmm. they have the little tic-tac-toe thing that you put in the box to separate the bottles of wine. Mm-hmm. So they took the little tic-tac-toe thing, put it in the box, then they put a rat in each of the holes, and then they broke the cheese up in little bitty crumbs and put some in each one. The rats live in a box, peace and harmony. That's, mm-hmm. that's the projects, yeah. you know what I mean? And it's like if you condition to crumbs. not take risks and be on some crumbs, then you'll be fine. You've conditioned yourself to be fine living in a level of mediocrity, you know? That's that's my theory of, like, taking your life on one, though, when it comes to financially as well. It's mm-hmm. just, like, I don't see how you can uh, play it back and not go for it if uh, if uh, if all you know is not much. Yeah. Like, it, 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 sh- it shouldn't be hard, nigga, to, yeah. like, you know, like to say you get something and then you lose it all. My nigga, you came from nothing, my nigga. So like, I don't, I don't get how you. Nah, it's a lot of people you see on the street corner that be like, I'm just backpacking across America. Yeah, <laughs> we yeah. ain't doing that. <laughs> but uh, but see, and they but, got money though. But they got money. So yeah, yeah. and they sleeping on the sleeping I, in the tent. That first time we went to Europe, that was a thought I was having. I was like, bro, I went there. I had I had one backpack, two pair of pants. That's my life. Some shirts. I'm with that one. And was just flipping into just moving, right? Having yeah. the time of my life. And I'm on the phone with my mom. Like, mom, you got to do this one day. Like, mom, because my mom had never left the country at that point. Like, she did yeah. Jamaica and shit, but like, yeah. but ne- and never seen. I'm like, and it's she, was, cruise. she was like, mom, mm-hmm. she was like, money, I'm not doing that shit. Yeah. I'm like, why not? She's like, shit ain't safe. And I was like, and then, so then it then like my 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 privilege as a male and like being able to defend myself on that type of time kicked in. Yeah, we had that come. But it but it still it still really was like fuck. That's a whole level of fear. Like I'm just it's I'm the, not. It's the conditioning. I'm not oblivious. I'm a, I'm completely oblivious to that level of fear, to where it, if somebody told me, I talked about this with uh the first time the first time we went to Europe, I didn't have no bread yeah. and was like not tripping. Like all right. And 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 then like a like a year later, I'm like to big myself up on some like emo shit. I was like, yeah, I got on a plane with eleven dollars to Europe, and all my family was like, you trash for that because you could have called and asked for money, nigga. You yeah. didn't have to go there, dolo. So I I was, that that made me feel silly. But the other part was like, damn, I went, and so many of my family like never fucking seen outside of the yeah. U.S. It's the it's the it's the conditioning. I mean, like you see a family of slaves. And they are part of a plantation with a thousand slaves and ten masters. Mm. They could easily overtake the masters and leave the plantation, but you ain't never seen outside of the walls. Don't know what the fuck they. You don't know what's there. <laughs> I ain't leaving. Yeah. So if you all you know is Richmond, if all you know is Oakland, it's like let's let's go to Belgium. 
What? <laughs> Take your life on one. Fuck it. Yeah, um, Brussels. Let's go. Uh, no, I'm not going there. Let's. You know what, what's over there? They don't. They don't fuck with us. You know how do you know? You know, <laughs> let's go to Amsterdam. Like, yeah. no, I'm not doing that. They, 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 you got to get outside the box. What happened? What happens with taking your life on? What I'm gonna warn both of y'all. Go for it. Is you get one a, a random day where you don't have nothing to do because niggas like Jayanna spun out and don't answer the phone. <laughs> Raj spun out, don't answer the phone. So you sitting in your Airbnb dolo. Mm. No girl, no nothing. YouTube conspiracies and porno for a whole day <laughs> is the most many shit you could ever do. Sprinkling, I'm, I'm, sprinkling bro, a little drugs, and bro. it's it's a many ass day. I'm telling you from experience. I stay on YouTube conspiracies anyway. So bro. No, spun no, but no, out. that's spun out. Don't no, not just conspiracy. Like the conspiracies by itself is cool. Mm. Porno by itself is cool. Is mm. one thing. I'm talking going from a conspiracy and going. That's oh, a, I think I'm gonna watch porn right now. That's and going back the, and forth like, between that's the a two. Whole another space of less though, bro. Like, <laughs> the, like the, the is that le- sick? Are you sick if you do that? Huh? Are you a sick person if you can do that? Oh, naturally. naturally. Okay. That, I don't know. Just, I, 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 I mean, kind of sound like you just trying to sound like you trying to you know like uh, you know how some people be like I love going to theme parks because I love riding a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. You know, like I love feeling like I'm about to die. <laughs> but yeah. this nigga's sick. though. <laughs> Like, I love feeling like I'm about to die, you know? My legs dangling on top of there, you know, your legs dangle. But, like, if I'm going down a conspiracy, I'm, like, establishing a level of fear. I'm in a foreign country. I'm looking at conspiracy theories. I'm black in a white person's country. (laughs) Now I'm watching porn. Somebody busts in the room and I'm watching it. That's a level of fear. So I'm like, (laughs) I'm ready to die. Wait, a life on the edge. I'm ready to die. If if, if it happened right now, I'm good. Yeah, I'm ready to die. I've already conditioned myself to be... Up for the challenge of being afraid because I've already put myself in you're prepared to, the most prepared oh, the fuck this situation you for ne- you. I didn't expect that, but That's I fuck with you. I fuck with y'all for defending my sickness. Though. That's yeah. how I look like. I text Roger that shit. Roger's like, bro, what are you doing today? I said, I'm spun today. I'm watching. I've been watching YouTube conspiracies and porn all fucking day, and look, it was like six thirty. Look what you time. did to me. Look what, <laughs> <laughs> look what you look what you and JN did. He was watching episodes. Oh fuck. Binging. Um, let's get to it. G, what's the what's the most? Nah, fuck that. I'll pick. You sent the world doesn't have sex. And I say, what? Mm. What does that mean? All right. It it hit me just naturally. I'm just like, bro, like, the level of people's interest in, like, bodies and, and like, like how people present their bodies Mm -hmm. and, like, how much money is spun off of that naturally puts you in a headspace that people just are not having sex. Because, like, there's no reason why today – People are still so infatuated with sexuality. How? My nigga, like, it, like I, I don't, I just, I just don't get it. Like, if you, if you're having, if you're having sex, if you're, if you are okay with your own situation mm-hmm. and what you do and who you are, mm-hmm. then naturally you should not really trip off of the next person. Well, I, I'm a, I'm a role. For me, for me, I'm I, a role. I, I don't know if that's for everyone, but I'll I'm give just you like that. one. No, I'm a, I'm a role. Like a level of high school, like extra hormonal when you but it's you, like it's like a that. heightened space because like now we don't have anybody to police it you yeah. know what i mean so like people are like being adults but they're not adults you know what i mean like i deal with it every day because i sell rental property so yeah. like it's just like every single day i see people not being adults you know what i mean like if they were if they were getting everything together and uh-huh. everything was fine then folks would be working on mortgages you know what i mean Is like that- putting together like their 
you know, their their That's their a mania's association, but it's a good one though. No, it's it's yeah, real life. Yeah, like yeah. like I like I associate what I do every day with like basically doing an adult daycare. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's Fuck. just like it's like naturally I have like adults that come to me mm-hmm. about to their, problem solve. about about problem solving <laughs> their, problems. their their problems, bro. Like naturally every single day like you go out into the world and you didn't prepare yourself for it yeah. each day. So each day you just wake up probably Get, put your phone in your hand take a shower whatever brush your teeth eat eat leave go to the day get your ass beat come back and then complain to me yeah. that's naturally what my day is like yeah. you know what i mean so like it's like when you get back to your to to it's supposed to be your sanctuary your headspace over here and you're supposed to be preparing for what your life what your life your life is should be you know what i mean you are just putting that on to someone else yeah. and i feel like that's a lot that has a lot to do with for like rewind over to back what I was talking about when it comes to people not having sex, like you're worried too much about too much shit. The wrong thing. You worried about the wrong thing. You worried about you worried about you worried about too much. When Ye, when Jay was saying that he was on to something, and I don't think he knew he was on it because that's when he was still making niggas watch porn in the studio. Like anybody that's been in a Yay session goes, oh no, it is porn like like a, like a fucking projector mm-hmm. on the wall, and you watching porn while you making clap. And my beautiful dark <laughs> No, seriously. And but I think I think that's a tribute to Americans and how just like how snobby we are with sex in general. Like the fact that people don't use proper terms with their children is the most confusing shit in the world to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um I I like I make fun of grandma, but I fuck with her cuz she always used like if she if she didn't use the proper term, she used the quote unquote slang term, but there was no sort of weirdness about sex at all with our grandmother so yeah, that naturally trickled down to our parents yeah. so when it came time like i felt comfortable having conversations with my elders about situations i was going through yeah, yeah. i had so many friends that couldn't tell their parents about shit and i would be like but just tell your mom like nigga you crazy i'm like my mom talk I, my mom like me and my mom went to target and she bought my first when i got my whip my w- present for my car was a b- super pack of fucking condoms <laughs> And it was like, my nigga, keep it lit, keep it safe, bro. That yeah. that and the content we consume, like, Facts. Yeah, we was young watching, uh, watching Raw and <laughs> watching like just shit, like just naturally, like we were never like cut off to things. Yeah. So therefore, it allowed us to grow as if like how they do, like a lot of like a lot of European shit. Like, they, they they literally just expose you to what, shit. What is and that? Then you're what, okay. What is that about America though that well, makes us, that makes us fake though? Because if behind closed doors, people is doing sick shit. So my it's thought the, is, if if you talk, if you open conservative conservativeness of the country, then be the sickest yeah. people. Yeah, but like the na- the nastiest chick I've ever dealt with was somebody I met in Sunday school. Yeah. Oh, you niggas not gonna say nothing. Y'all just gonna let me. <laughs> y'all just gonna leave me out on the limb like no, that. No, no, you ain't on the limb. You ain't on the limb. I I agree with you. I the think that fil- that chick the, was. That, I think. Oh, that, I mean, I'm I, like, I, oh I, my I, god. I was, I was gonna let you die further. <laughs> Like I thought that, between that's between this. her and all I, the chicks at holy between her and all the chicks at holy names now girls in the church crazy oh my god girls in the church crazy oh, holy names is nuts g yeah no all, no all I'll tell y'all school? off air yeah, oh yeah, my yeah, goodness yeah. but um but like when you really like just think about it when we was younger somebody would page you and you'd have to go find a pay phone that page is nuts nigga Dude, how old are you, nigga? Pager, what? Yes. Nah, real shit. Nah, somebody you, nigga, pager. Bro, nigga, the, you had a pager for a week. Shut up. <laughs> what are you talking about? You had to go I, find I, a I phone. can still attest though, nigga. No, we had, you know? we did, we had, we did have, we was the only niggas with two ways. No, we had two no, ways. No, you yeah. had a pager. Two, yeah. no, no, you no, had no, Nextel. You know what I mean? Chirp, chirp, chirp. 
The cold part is when you got a pager and somebody and somebody paid you nine one one. My nigga, how the fuck am I supposed to respond to this? What's up? What you doing? My what nigga, you? I'm in the middle hey, of the Hey, don't page me 911. We sound like some old niggas talking about doing? getting pages with 911. But yeah, though, but like, you know, somebody with somebody with two way you, next tell you page yeah. you, you know what I mean? Or you just get her number at school and you go home and you call and your mom will be like, your little somebody. friend on the phone. Yeah, you got to you know talk I mean? to somebody. Yeah. Your little friend on your the phone. Your little friend on the phone. But you'd have to actually have actual words. Yeah. That don't exist now. People get on Twitter and be somebody different. It's, it's yep. Satisfaction. People get on Instagram and be somebody different. You see highlights and stuff. So like, the actual conversations about but sex and experiences don't happen no more. That, yeah. but that that goes that, exactly. That goes right back to like, it because like because like when it comes to like sex and how I know people aren't having sex is that how accessible porn is. Yeah. So like naturally, motherfuckers are just out here just watching porn. And then they're playing out their fantasies, their fantasies in real life, but not actually doing it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like they're just looking at a person. Niggas not really and they, outside, they, they, man. They, they, they outside. Exactly. They they done pouring this whole situation, looking man. at a person, and ain't even talk to them. Man. Yeah. I think I, I do. Like, I I it, it I I that adds the frustration though. That yeah. adds the frustration. Now they now they out here I angry genu- and people. I genuinely feel bad hey. for niggas that don't have any mouthpiece at all. Yeah. And I'm not talking game. Cause I will be the first to test. Like I don't have, bro. You can, not, but, you can be but, socially awkward, but bro. Not, that's fine too. Like you just gotta, that's, but that you just gotta be you. You can. Like, it, you, that's if, that's if, my if point. That's you, my then, point. Just be you. But I naturally yeah. feel I I actually physically feel bad for people that have never had the the adrenaline rush mm. of of meeting someone and fucking with them on pure conversation. Yeah, like that's it. Like isolate that. Like take that. Like a complete fucking stranger we're, yeah. we're, I was talking about my sister Buddy. Te- Buddy. what I'm did, tripping no no you good, you good did you did you watch uh, they interviewed Dan uh, Blitz, the, 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 that guy Dan who I can't remember that nigga that nigga last name bro Dan who Dan Blitz, the, 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 that guy what's he from that nigga be out in uh, he be out in LA I don't know who you talking about. The one that's like the young Hugh Hefner now. Like, he got like all the bras around or oh I know exactly who you're talking about yeah yeah, yeah. Blitz, whatever that yeah. but like they interviewed bro yeah, my man was talking about like they they're trying they're trying to say like oh you don't um like how are you how are you so, how do you have all these women around you how do you do all this that other mm-hmm. he's like tell you the truth like at a young age like I just learned like to just go out there and talk to people yeah. like just naturally just walk up to somebody and I'm not gonna say oh you're beautiful like I just walk up to the the baddest broad and I don't say oh you're beautiful blah blah, blah. like I just start a conversation mm-hmm. and then naturally like if she it might go like ah oh, this nah I don't fuck with you or like yeah. oh this it's not good or nah I got a boyfriend or yeah. whatever but like he said naturally nigga I'll just talk to a hundred women my boys will talk to two mm-hmm. yeah they'll fuck two but I fuck four so <laughs> so like out of a hundred bros I fuck four I still got I still got double your number it's a volume shooter. <laughs> It's a volume shooter right there. Nah, but them, them type I, of, I was like, bro, this interview is nuts. nuts. <laughs> but that's shooter. that's honestly what it is though. Like uh, you don't you don't have you don't start a conversation going, oh, I'm gonna have sex with this person, or oh, I'm a that's gonna be my girlfriend forever. It's just like, no, nah, like I'm talking like a complete fucking stranger. Yeah. Y'all start a conversation off something random. Next thing you know, bro, starting a conversation, talk about this is gonna be my girlfriend forever. It's is sick. Wild. It's sick. Yeah, it's crazy. sick. That's some you shit. That is you. What's that nigga name? I don't know. It's Joe. Uh, it's Joe one season and the other season he's got a whole nother name. But I haven't watched that show. My girl watched that show. She it's sick. Get me on it. It's sick. Yeah. I haven't watched it yet either, it's, but I know, I know that shit. It's, it's revealing. You know what it is? It's revealing a lot about 
the population about mm-hmm. how sick really how niggas really are basically what we're talking about okay like how many people is living through fantasy yeah. as opposed to really being outside yeah. and like it's some it's some sick motherfuckers yeah. so so for them to make this character and and for so many people to see themselves in this character mm-hmm. oh we sick yeah like for real for real mm-hmm. it's the same thing with uh because better call uh, hot take better call Saul. Don't might say, be don't a say be- it's better than Breaking Bad. It's a, no, no, no. I'm not gonna say that yet. It might be a better story than uh, Breaking okay. Bad, though, okay. for sure, for sure. Okay. Like the way uh, Vince Gilligan and them is writing this shit. I haven't got deep into Better Call, so I think season I, season four is so sick. With I it. think I'm in season two. Yeah, and I just gotta catch up. So it's Breaking so remember, Bad is one of my favorite remember, shows remember how slow season one and season two of Breaking Bad were, but they were good. They were just yeah. slow. Yeah, you gotta have real patience for that type of writing. Season one and season two of Better Call Saul slow. Three and four, oh my god. Yeah, I think with season one, season two, he was just learning how to be the scumbag that he is in Breaking Bad. And, but 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 you don't even re- you don't. It's so subtle because he don't even he don't he's not even aware of Saul until season four. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like it's a hot take. Um, my bad, my bad, y'all. I gotta get the fuck out of here. Um, like bad. Um, gee, I, th- I say we do two episodes this week. You said what? I say we do two episodes this week. We could do it because we got, definitely got to get to some of these. No, we got to get to we, all of these. We have, we have some more stuff. But. Um, uh, which what's the most important one outside of the ones we just talked about on your on your list? Because mine mine ain't prevalent to like timeline or nothing like that at all. Uh, well, I guess we can go off of like the uh, the Big Sean uh, interview just now. Like we can yeah. kind of just uh, Big Sean. So piggy, Big Sean off of that. Big Sean was on Joe Budden's season three premiere of the Pull Up, uh, season three episode one. Um, the pull up is turning into an excellent show. Not turning it; it's been an excellent show. Yeah. Uh, Vince Staples' episode is probably the best so far to me. Hilarious. I could I, I, I say Joe's doing better. Vince is hilarious. No, Joe, Joe's killing it. My, my, I want, I hope that Joe, and maybe he said it already, um, but conceptually, um, this this is what Tax was going to do right before he caught his case. Was going to do something very similar. Um, more so with people who aren't as established in the in the industry with yeah. with up and comers like people who are on the on the rise. Yeah, I've been appreciating Rap Radar for really dealing with Griselda. Mm-hmm. They've yeah, been, mm. they've been having him on on a lot. Yeah, and Nori Nori does that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 dope to see, and that's why I fuck with Joe. Um, and for as much shit as I give him, I'm so proud of him and taking control of our our medium and our narrative and and sharing the story. I don't again, it's not always about agreeing and getting it. I'm just no, glad no, no. that somebody's taking the reins and representing us in a light in which I resonate with and feel like my voice is being represented on some level. So, my bad. I'll go ahead, G. What were you going to say about the Sean episode in particular? Oh, no, that's real. Um No, I was just saying like the uh what I what I was grasping from just sitting like for one we talk, we talked about when we first walked in is just like damn it's just great to see our people healthy you yes. know what I mean like this yeah. it's it's a rare occasion I I would love for it to be more often um, but it takes a certain level of sitting down yeah. you know what I mean like you got to kind of be out of the hmm. out of the space for a for a bit in order to really get to know yourself and hmm. then reestablish yourself in the light but uh, wait let's, start, let's do this in sections. I need you to elaborate on that part. Um, Because so many people have said that. I can honestly say you and maybe like four or five other people have actually physically removed themselves. Completely. completely. Um, How hard is that to do? Um, Initially, it's tough, man, because it's... uh, 
you you you've created I always I always go back to foundation but mm-hmm. you've created like a certain social circle mm-hmm. um so the hardest thing is like detaching yourself from your social circle mm. uh the people that depend on you mm-hmm. uh the people that want you in their like want need you around uh because of the what you bring to the table for them yeah. so that's the hardest thing to detach yourself from uh but once you've established that portion of it to the to actually deta- uh, to detach and then yeah. just come across on yourself just like ah oh, fuck um i might lose some people in this situation hmm. you know what i mean once you once you wrap your brain around that then you can work on what you actually like get to the to the grit of shit yeah. you know what i mean like yeah. that that's when that's when the grit comes down is just like fuck i got to detach myself from the people i fuck with and yeah. i love yeah uh but you do that and everything else pours in. And I, I wanted to st- I wanted to pause right there and ask you that specifically because so much of our um, currency and equity that we put into just being lit um, is being seen and, and being and, and frequently being on people's minds. Yeah. Um, but time and time and again, especially as an artist, what I tend to notice the most is that the niggas who make the most impact. Come and then go the yeah, fuck the away. Quiet ones. Yeah. Come and then go the fuck away. Good in the, the fact that Sean been low, when he comes back, is gonna matter. It's been promo. Just been him being missing. Gambino. We're Sean. We're Gambino's Sean. been low, yeah, yeah. so that means he's about to come. Drake's yeah. been low. Yeah. Something's coming. Yeah. Dot has been low. You niggas should be afraid. <laughs> yeah. Cole has been low. Be afraid. Yeah. But in the process of being low, Black Panther is technically a Kendrick album. Right. The Dreamville, we got two that's fucking Revenge of the Dreamers. Yeah, that's a cold. He he situation. been low, but not really. Yeah, you know. So, I that that I, I wanted to spotlight. Highlight. Spotlight is different. Spotlight like spotlight is completely different. But, where like you don't need to be in the forefront. Like and, you're establishing behind the fuck, stuff man. is important. Man, you know what I mean. Like that's the type of shit that keeps you going. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's the part that's missing. Because yeah. you can get so lost in the spotlight portion of things and being in the forefront yeah. um, and lose your complete self. Yeah. And when that shit runs out yeah. and people start thinking about other things and you're no longer spotlight, yeah. bro, that's a hard fall. Hard fall. Yeah, people you know how to maneuver from second that's, place. That's a tough fall, bro. Like, yeah. if you if you haven't established yourself behind the scenes, mm-hmm. for yourself, though. Like, fuck, fuck what anybody else thinks about. So, so what do you but what do you say cuz like full disclosure right Yeah When you were low mm-hmm. I found myself having to answer for your absence a lot mm. And eventually uh, initially excuse me, not eventually initially I would get I would honest to be if I'm being 100% honest G mm-hmm. I would be in the same pole of the people that were asking for you like man this thing ain't here he ain't showed up mm. But I, I, at the very least, had the privilege of pulling up on you when you were low. Like, I was one of the few people you would actually hit to come fuck with. And so, when I pull up on you, yeah. and you be you start talking some shit, and I'd be like, oh, this nigga's fine. <laughs> like, yeah. it, went from, it went from frustration that you wouldn't be around to, oh, no, 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 he's doing, like, real work. Yeah. But, yeah. In, it, and so, I think what nobody ever considered or what they just were incapable of considering, myself included, mm-hmm. It's how hard it was for you to remove yourself to go do the work, but in the process of doing it, you came back like strong, strong. Yeah. And so, what was uh, by, for you? By far the hardest thing to possibly do, bro. Got you. Got by you. Far got the you. hardest thing. Like, 
the hardest thing is some shit some shit hitting you left field that's mm-hmm. by far the hardest thing because yeah. you gotta survive that somehow you know what i mean like some shit you didn't even register on your on your scale of possibilities actually happens you know what i mean so that's the part that you don't really you don't realize but the hardest thing after that is completely um people that you love not understanding you and you not being able to explain it to them and just doing what you feel is naturally organic and if that means you don't you see hey if if, if it come across to me like me not fucking with you hey ask for forgiveness not for permission bro real life oh yeah you i'm you gotta crack a few eggs hey real life life. well but i and and so i I, and i I won't i won't harp on this too long but i the reason i commend that shit so much is because it's so much easier to cave to the peer pressure and all the shit that exists with um fuck this is crazy i sent you that 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 i sent you and poe that thing was like yo i thought about you guys and it's so basically it's like the two fears that we all possess Mm -hmm. but how people that are successful break through them. Yeah. And innately, everybody walking this earth has this, like, thing that makes them want to be lit and successful. Yeah. Um, the thing that stops people from being successful is not the fear of success. It's the fear of isolation. And no one, no one admit, readily admits that of what greatness sort of does to you, right? So athletes, for example... Dame's your cousin. This is my cousin. In terms of like pinnacles of like basketball in the Bay and in the state of California, yeah. never seen nothing like them two niggas. Just being honest, like Dame from a different perspective, because same age and hooping against me, looking up to this nigga. It's like when niggas is going out, going to the party, going to the function. Them niggas is going to get another workout in. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what they say is lonely at the time. It's long. It is, <laughs> and it's it's a it takes a yeah, different. It's a different. It's a different gear when you when you take that same mentality and apply it to other things where it's going to cause you to just you just you just going to be different. Yeah, be walk who just called was the same way. Like yo, ooh, it's hoes over there. I'm gonna get this lift in real quick, and I might be able to meet y'all. Like yeah. nigga, what is hoes over? Here? No, no, no. I, I gotta get this lift in real quick. I gotta go get jumpers up with Luke. Yeah, nigga, huh? You know what I'm saying? And so, yeah, I would say, I would say, just in that mind state, you just gotta get past the fact that you're crazy. <laughs> My nigga, yeah, like, everybody crazy. You just gotta, yeah, like yeah, everybody, how, how everybody's fucking, crazy. everybody's fucking crazy, bro. But like, like just getting past the fact that oh shit, the perception is that I'm crazy. You know what I mean? Like you gotta actually be okay with what your perception is. Uh, once you get past your perception, then that shit doesn't, none of this shit matters, bro. Like, yeah. really, in a nutshell, it's just like what you do on your time continuum is on you. You know what I mean? Nobody else is living your life. You know yeah. what I mean? So, like, you fucking with, uh, you know, somebody talking something about what you're doing doesn't register, bro. Like, that shit doesn't even pop up on yes. my yeah. Richter, bro. Yeah. Like, like, come on now. Yeah, like like tell me something I don't know. Yeah, nigga, I know, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I know, bro. Like they got little shit every day, bro. Yes, nigga. <laughs> Do you did you have other points that you wanted to make about the Sean interview? Uh, because oh, I hella oh, stopped you. My, my bad. bad. My bad. Yeah. So the, so just con, just continuing on that part was just like thinking about um, how health, how just the like your total your total health mm-hmm. is so off topic. 
like when you when you are healthy and you're feeling good and uh you are on your path yeah you will start talking like i've been doing mm. and that shit will not be anything on the topic that we're talking about like yeah. how like how are we having our conversations on this pod <laughs> and, be going and it, it starts off with a topic and that shit veers so fucking far off path is because nigga we're able to share but that's what that's but you that's why i fuck you with only, you though. you only share at that point bro like when you feel good bro nigga yeah. i'm sharing my yeah nigga. Like, i got i want everybody to know this joy you please, know and not please. and i and i want that i want that more for black people but i think that's why i personally gravitate towards the people i do um I just did that earlier. You, but no, 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 seriously, no, seriously. <laughs> but about the, the Dame shit, yeah, I said I was yeah. I was coaching Oklahoma high basketball. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but exactly, I, just, you. So sure. what happens with people like you two specifically? I spend. I feel like I spend creatively. I spend the most time with him or, or Kevin, and they both do the same thing, just in different ways. Uh, Kevin's a little bit more subdued. Your energy's a little bit bigger, um, just naturally. L. Energy is not bigger, but your stature naturally makes you just like command a room, right? And so, I've seen, I've, I've literally seen people watch y'all and go, "Hmm, it's a lot going on there," you know. But it's a personal thing for them because they're not, not, they're not in that space and they don't really know how to dissect just yet. I think that uh, same thing is for you too. No, no, no. I, I, I'm, yeah. I know I, it does exist for me, but I'm just saying from, from, I'm going based off my yeah. vantage point of watch, like so. Deuce and I have a whole album together. Mm-hmm. We all we the second we the first day we work together, Deuce goes, "Oh, let's make, let's just make an album." And I go, "Yeah, I just wanted to be right. Like I I I I didn't know how to say it at the yeah. time, but I knew I wanted it to have a theme. I knew I wanted it to sonically sound big, and so if that meant waiting, that's what it was going to mean yeah, for yeah, me. For sure. So this was three years ago. That's a while ago. At uh, I Am Summer, the whole family pulled up, which was yeah. a the whole family pulled up, right? I invited Sharp and uh, DJ G Sharp and Kev Choice. Think not thinking of Nick because me and Kev were kind of cool at the time. Yeah. I had just met Sharp, so I wasn't sure if they're gonna pull up. But I I had been saying I'm like, yo, I'm gonna be that nigga that work with Sharp and like, I kept saying it. Yeah. Sharp shows up to the show. You're there. Mo Green is there. All the niggas at Rap Rap are there. And Sharp goes, oh no, Mo Green goes. Rolling Monty, in circle. You Monty, you want that? You want that Griselda shit? Sharp got all of that because Sharp and Mo have been trying to do shit together for hell long. Yeah. This nigga Sharp starts a group thread with me, Mo, Deuce, Kev. I feel like it was two other people in that. In nah, that. it was just us five. Hey, that's it? Yeah. And goes, I'm at the studio, niggas pull up. Only two niggas that show up to the studio, me and this nigga. And Sharp is looking. I'm like, I'm, but I'm like, this is really my man. Like, outside of everything else, this is really my dog. Yeah. So the rapping shit is just easy, you know? And so a couple beats come on. Next thing you know, we got a couple of songs. Like, yeah. uh, let's just do a whole thing. And on accident, just from showing up, mm-hmm. and I, and I don't, I don't. I, turn into a weekly, turn into a weekly meetup. But it was it. The music was so easy. Yeah, he missed one. He missed a week, and I came anyway, mm-hmm. and did like two crazy ones. <laughs> and I was tight. <laughs> I it, was tight. That's like when it. it really became like, yeah, like all right, the competition. We here. love each other, but yeah. now, now I gotta get tuned. To, I gotta get my own now. <laughs> no, gee. I was in. I was competitive back. I was yeah, in Portland. Yeah. I was in Portland at my boy Kale's wedding, which yeah. I wouldn't have missed for the world. But if there was anything I would have missed it for, was for the songs that he made. <laughs> I've I've never, I and I I cherish that moment yeah. because I literally was sitting. I was sitting. I was putting on my tux, and Sharp and Deuce were so excited to put that hey, shit in thread. You, you said you went to Kale's wedding. Don't be an asshole. 
the other kill. You oh, about okay. to be a jerk. Right, you about to be right. a jerk. I'm about to say, bro, you, you grow. You grow. You, you, you a high school. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm putting my tux on for the wedding, and them niggas I'm put that shit. Them niggas put that shit in a group thread, and I fuck with uh, like my style. Yeah, but it's hands up. Especially hands, now, the, hands the, the, the Kevin and put the instruments on it. Hands up to me is one of the greatest records I've ever heard, and the fact that I get to be a part of it means so much. But I'm not on the song, dog. I was so jealous that day, so jealous. That record is crazy because, you know, Jay Z's everybody's favorite rapper. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. And except for him, yeah. <laughs> and I, 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 except for him, and, and, except and, for Gus sitting next to me. And it's crazy because after the first couple of records, you know who that guy is. <laughs> after the first couple of records, we really decided just the same early with the topic, like taking yourself on one. Yeah, you know what I mean, like yep. getting out of your box, and yep. you know, like it's like as an R and B singer, you would never touch a Luther song because it's mm. off limits. Yeah, mm. and for rappers, it's like. Stay away from a whole record. Stay away from anything. A doom record. Yeah, unless you out right. your box. You know right. what I mean? And you really don't care. It's just like I'm. I'm really. I'm. I, I feel good about what I'm doing. Unless, and, unless you Wayne, bro. And and, and, <laughs> and that's really what happened. Yeah. You know, we really. He played the record. I was like, damn, that's a. That's a whole record. Can you um? So DJ D Sharp, Brookfield Deuce, Monty Draper. Uh, we have a record called East Shore. Um, we are in the final stages of putting it together. I I just hadn't talked about it because it didn't make sense until this nigga showed up. Today. Is it is it going to be is it going to be called East Shore or East Shore Highway? East Shore. I'm sorry, East Shore Highway. Because we've been I, we've been playing around with the title. Yeah. But East Shore. East Shore Highway. It's like um, a self titled thing. I'm not sure if we're going to do real. This will be the last thing before we go. Deuce, can you get? Can you say anything? Working title. Say anything about the record? Um, just to not even fuck why people should listen to it, but just why what it what it what it represents in your at this at this stage in your career as a as a as a as a father as a pillar of your community but also as an as an actual artist that's releasing music on a on a grand scale what does what does the what does this project in particular represent um well first of all it's some of the dopest shit i ever made mm. um but as an artist um i always try to tell people about like being an artist, you know, like it's weird. Like I was just watching Watchmen on HBO, mm-hmm. and the the guy, um, in like season, episode seven, they reveal that the black dude. Mm-hmm. This is a spoiler, by the way, that the black dude is Doctor Manhattan. It by now, and, um, and um, and they get to talking about this paradox, this chicken and egg thing, and I've been kind of tripping out on like bootstrap paradoxes and how the beginning and end connecting to the same thing where they're both present at the same time and you don't know where the cycle ends. It's just an infinite loop. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually wrote an article for Umber Magazine about this very topic. But, like, um, in doing that, I got pissed at the end of the season because I was like, fuck, they're not doing a season two. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, I kind of want to, but the spark ain't hit my brain yet. Yeah. If it does in 10 years, cool. If somebody else want to take it on, Go ahead. Take it on. But I ain't tripping. I was like, damn, that's some artist shit. I can't even be mad at him no more. That'd be some shit I would do. Like, I would do, like, I had a mixtape a long time ago called uh, Boondog Saints uh, with my boy uh, John John Blunt. And we did a one and we did a two. And we started recording for three and I literally got records in my email and we just never did a three. Mm -hmm. And that was like six years ago now. 
we're just sitting on it and people be hitting me like bro that them tapes was tight and i'm like we really got a three yeah. ready to move we just never did it you know so like as far as this eshore shit goes just being an artist i you know sign a dame dame is extra commercial with it and it's like in my head you got to make a hit you got to make a hit you got to make a hit and dream grant is a hit and i'm doing orphans as a record that i want to do but i'm trying to infuse sounds that make sense to people who want to hear i need a hit i need a hit i need a hit yeah. but i also still trying to be me and rap you know what i mean mm-hmm. and finishing that and seeing the response for being good for the people who care about rap and artistry mm-hmm. but not a great response from the people who care about i need a hit i need a hit i need a hit it was like fuck you need a hit you know what i mean so right after that we went to the studio and we did a bunch of records one of those records was Dre grant ended up on damien's album mm-hmm. so i was like all right i'm capable i gotta figure out how to do those hits on an album while also being able to rap mm. but people want me to keep it at 12 instead of 16 or 17 mm. i gotta figure it out yeah. but in the meantime i really just love rapping and doing music shit mm. that i love listening to yeah. so insert eshore and it's making me feel like i really don't have to be so stressed out about infusing the rapidy rap shit with the commercial shit i could really take the wayne approach and go all right my album is my album and then when i want to go have some real fun i could go do a bunch of mixtapes <laughs> so like my real fun ain't the commercial shit my real fun is the shit that sound like eshore right yeah. you know so like the stuff that you would never hear me say on an album is in eshore <laughs> the stuff that I know won't get approved by the labels. Yeah. You know what I mean? It won't get approved by the business people that I work with front page with Damien and them. They they won't understand Eshore. Yeah. Right. They'll listen to it and they'll go, damn, he rapping his ass off. Damn, Monty rapping his ass off. Mm. We can't clear that record though. We can't clear the sample. And yeah. it's like, fuck that. Mm. This is the shit that you listen to that is gonna be on vinyl. Yeah. Mm. You know what I mean? Like it's gonna be on a cassette tape because last cassette tape is tight. Yeah. Fuck it, press up a cassette tape. <laughs> you know what I mean? And the artwork and the and the visuals behind it are gonna be like, oh, that's a reference to so and so movie, or that's a reference to you know. And the conversations mm-hmm. are gonna be you know pushing the envelope and groundbreaking, and hmm. it's gonna make you think when you're listening to it, and it's gonna make you rewind that one record, and it's not gonna be like I want to rewind the record because I could do that TikTok dance to it. Yeah, it's gonna be like I want to rewind that that one line you know mm-hmm. like i wish i had the rewind capability to just yeah. rewind it and just hear that one line again and break down what he was talking about on that one line mm-hmm. this record is like a record that will require interviews so we could just talk about that shit mm-hmm. and most commercial records don't really require interviews you just put it in and you hear the same record 12 times you know what mm-hmm. it is yeah, man. this ain't that this is 12 records that's 12 different records yeah you know and there is a level of out of the box, but it's also a level of in the box. You know, I feel like both of us are just extra in our bag, and I feel like Sharp is extra in his bag. Fuck, and I feel man. like Kev is extra in his bag. DJ G Sharp, man, I'm gonna tell y'all right now. Like, I, I, I've, I've had a theory that produce that I'm sorry that DJs make for the best producers because mm-hmm. they're not operating from a space of ego. They're operating from a space of crowd control. People and they're they're uh, they're how they crowd control is watching the people yeah. so it's like oh they're taking their cues from the people just faster than everyone so dr dre dj premier yeah dj quick nigga i can go on and on alchemist like these yeah. niggas are djs first DJ Snake. 
Yeah, DJ Dahi. They, they, <laughs> DJ Jarrell. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All the Migos so they, they yeah. nigga, they, they literally are going, oh, what do the people want? Fuck what I want to do. DJ Khaled. Yeah. That's it. I'm, <laughs> I'm not dealing with this nigga today, man. Um, it was hella, it was hella rushed. I'm so sorry. Um, but this, I, I love doing the show with my nigga. This nigga's getting sicker and sicker by the week. I'm just letting y'all know. So we're gonna do a part hey, two this week. I'm getting um, healthier while I'm getting sicker. Bro. We, exactly. Facts. Uh, we will do a part two this week. My brother DJ, uh, the fuck, my brother Brookfield Deuce for pulling up out of nowhere. Yes, sir. Our guest, our guests are so random. Uh, hey man, Kari- we be Kari- happy with our guests. Kariga, Kariga, hey, our guests will pop up whenever. Kariga and Fee were were hella random. My dad that week was random. Deuce was like. Uh, nigga, I'm downstairs. I'm like, okay. Uh, Kevin, whenever he shows up, is is random. So it was like, it's great. Uh, but Ellen and I will be back for a part two, a rare ass part two this week. Uh, we'll figure out what day to do it. So just be on the lookout. Um, check. Hey, the- you know, you know who said wanted to be on the episode? Who? Who? Which I think will be sick oh. because she's player. Who? Zine. Oh no, Bean. Bean. Uh, she's out here at the end of the month. Zena will be on the show for sure. That'd be that'd be. Hilarious. I got a question. When does this episode drop? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. All right. Listen, everybody. <laughs> Keep it real with y'all. President's Day. Oh shit. Uh-huh. Oh shit. Is not the current President's Day. Mm. Ooh. It's for all presidents. Mm. But tomorrow is not President's Day. Tomorrow is Michael Jordan Day. Mm. So still celebrate tomorrow. Celebrate for Michael Jordan. And celebrate for Obama and celebrate for Lincoln's attempt at trying to help us for whatever reason that he had. I personally feel like money. Yeah. Uh, he wanted to industrialize the country instead of staying in, in the old days of picking cotton. Very important. And um, the South didn't like that in, you know, Civil War. But another a, another conversation for another podcast. <laughs> but um, Deuce will be on here again because this nigga saying anything too. But, Him and L. I almost, I almost thought about leaving these these two niggas, but then I thought about who I would be leaving. It's two two town niggas specifically. No, I'm sorry, not <laughs> happening. Sorry. Just make sure that y'all celebrate not for Trump, but for you know all the other reasons all that right February seventeenth makes sense. Man, um, that's it. Thank y'all. See the <laughs> see the links in the description. Uh, grab seed. Uh, Deuce, what seed are you? I'm seed four. Kevin I'm seed five. Seed nine. Deuce is seed nine. Are you guys sold out? Ironically, uh, you guys did sell out. I have. Think maybe two or three copies left. That's it. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Seed the seed series with DJ Botsta, Roots and Branches, uh, myself, Kevin Allen, Brookfield Deuce, uh, Pussy, Kate Lamont, Mo Green, um, uh, B sides. Um, uh, who am I missing? I'm missing hella people. But all the homies have seed. Seed four um, is available. The description's in the link, and then. Just by clicking the seed four link, you can go grab the rest yeah, of them. Rest Kevin seeds, Kevin yeah. sold out. Mo Green is sold out. I think Kate Lamont is close to being sold out. Deuce is close to being sold out. B sides, uh, I believe, ha- only has a few left. I think Pussy might be really close to being sold out. Yeah. He's not sold out at all. Um, uh, Bird Brains just came out. Bird Brains, they did seed. That's seed thirteen uh, and fourteen. Twelve or thirteen. Twelve and thirteen. Twelve or thirteen. Oh remember. man, incredible! Uh, so salute to all the family. Um, Do we talk about the twice on Sunday stuff? We didn't. Well, we you got to come back. I don't want to. I don't want to ruin that shit yet. That's st- that shit's still like. Well, we gotta have Kev too. Yeah, you know, I, I'm gonna and, do. And, I'm gonna do a squad, a squad yeah. episode for that because that's gonna be that's gonna be fucking legendary. Cool. Uh, um, but anything else, G? No, we good. All right, uh, it's been another episode of Meet the Brave, and we'll see y'all next week. Love, love, peace.